Hello and welcome to another episode of Fajitas Tonight with me, Morgana. And me, Elle. We are actually having fajitas tonight. I know, true to form. We're actually committed to the brand and we will be having fajitas tonight. I'm actually very excited. I'm really excited. We are going to have vegan mayo with it instead of sour cream because Morgs is a vegan. And sriracha. Yeah, sriracha mayo. I know. Don't have any cheese, so that's disappointing. Do you not? Or you can have some mine, I don't know if you like it. It's actually a really good brand. Anyone, shout out to Violife. Like, it's the most realistic cheese that I have found. Vegan cheese sponsor us. <laughs> I know, yeah. Can we get an ad for the second episode? Um, yeah, so we're doing that. We're also going to be taking a photo for our cover image, which mm. we are getting someone to do, like, a digital illustration of. Mm. Very exciting. So you both see this strange going out picture of us. I know, yeah. Some text under it. All of you true fans who are here from the beginning have seen that B the grade. <laughs> the OGs will the remember. The B grade picture, but our plans are to become much more professional with our brands. Yeah. And um, it's just onwards and upwards, really, isn't it, for fajitas tonight? It is, even though we're only sending out the link to, like, five people. Oh, you exclusive listeners. You guys are so lucky. But anyway, we've got a bit of an action-packed programme this evening. I feel like, yeah, in the last episode, you, you just heard what life is like in this house or between us anyway where we just get chatting and get really into an issue so i think the exact same thing is happening tonight do you want to introduce our topic l yes um so the main topic for the whole of this kind of like little 30 minutes i think apart from when we do what we've been consuming at the end which will be a little kind of thing that we revisit every week uh the main topic is going to be around the idea of changing a character in like a text that be a film or a book or whatever um and like how much you can change them before the character is just completely different and not that same thing anymore and you've just changed the Mm. source of it etc morgs does english lit so she's gonna have some insightful views on this oh Um, oh don't put pressure on me the historian has a lot to say about this historical representation in this way um yeah so we're going to talk about um primarily race just because i think that's kind of a topic that's up in the air at the moment to do with like characters and casting Mm. um yeah so yeah will i start with my little Statsies yeah. or well you yeah no no I think a few stats are a good way to set the scene you go ahead all right so well, actually do I have any stats just some general <laughs> background context um I was reading an old article so it was 2016 a little bit outdated now but still mm. very much like the issue exists um it was a Guardian article by Nadia Latif and she basically highlighted the lack of diversity in Hollywood which we all know you know exists at the moment it's not news to anyone mm. um and she sort of mentioned how how we need more diversity in Hollywood preferably with like black actors um which we can all agree with definitely we do um but she also mentioned kind of to some extent she said um where is it there are undoubtedly historical settings that might require very specific casting so she's kind of saying some things you can't or you shouldn't be you don't have to cast Mm. diversity into it so we were sort of thinking about Downton Abbey I don't know if you were going to lead in yeah well it's an interesting question isn't it like in period dramas and things when like in that time I mean the narrative is that black people were lower class you in Downton Abbey you wouldn't really see them the black characters there unless they were in subservient roles so the question is sometimes some period dramas that we see do have black actors or people of color within these roles but they kind of insert them without question so our question is can you kind of insert race without racism because i understand it's like the whole argument you know what is it when um, employers are hiring their employees it's like you can only be what you see 
Right. And so, like, children or young people growing up watching this TV and they see no black representation except in subservient roles, yeah. that would feed into their psychology and they feel like they can't... Reinforces um, the idea that they're subservient, yeah. which is obviously really negative. Exactly. But at the same time, can... I mean, the Downton Abbey creators would say, like, oh, but we can't put them as a as a lord, for example, because that's just not historically accurate. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where is the line with that one? Where's the line between historically accurate and diverse? I don't... I, I think... don't know where I stand. I feel like I can overlook the historically accurate a lot of the time mm. until it just is not the same. I don't know, maybe more with creative pieces where it's just not the same as it was before. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's exactly what the line is. And this kind of ties into my diss, just a cheeky segue. <laughs> I'm um, I'm studying Noughts and Crosses um, by Mallory Blackman, which is a young adult book. Yes, definitely went for the young adult because it's easier to read. <laughs> Mallory Blackman liked Morgana's tweet last I night know, and it was did. really exciting she in the did. house. But um, anyway, it's a book where basically the... Um, the races like relations are reversed so it's kind of like it's evolved that black people kind of have the power over white people and um mallory blackman in an interview was saying how like she everyone has been like she'd written like 40 books or something before she read she wrote noughts and crosses and they um people were like you should write about racism because you are a black writer and she was like what well why can't i just write about black characters and they just be be yeah just just be and she said for her that was actually a really radical thing to do yeah and so I, I understand if it changes the plot, if we if they think it's incongruous to insert a black actor without explanation. Yeah. Um, but I think in in most contexts, I think particularly modern contexts, I think having black actors in there is necessary. Yeah. Yeah. For representation. Definitely. And this, well, the, the kind of thing that prompted our whole yeah. discussion was the whole Idris Elba should he be James Bond? So we found a little. Um poll from only two days ago um that basically said that 20 percent of english people who were interviewed about it wanted idris elba to be james bond and that was the highest amount when tom hiddleston came behind with 17 percent. so mm, everybody classic. wants idris elba including us yeah. i am a huge fan of oh yeah luther. you're a luther watcher. i'm a luther fan um <laughs> you're so scared by it though it's I feel so like, why? scary i yeah. can't watch it on my own i have no. to have someone watch it with me but it's fantastic like especially mm. i don't know i feel like the first two series are like the series to watch it's on oh, netflix okay. so if you haven't seen luther please just go and binge watch it now yeah i'm one of those and you won't be able to sleep um, oh you're selling it i know i had nightmares i watched that and shutter island and then silent witness and like i just oh god see i'm one of those who like one black mirror episode and i need to watch some trash to recover do you remember that time i cried at black mirror yeah but that, that was, was an harrowing. emotional that episode was that was a harrowing experience. it was the like robot boyfriend comes back to life when he died made yeah. through message. Anyway, we just we about the wife. Anyway. We go back. So, um, yeah, so Idris Elba, we really want him to be James Bond. We think that's, like, really great to bring the diversity and he's a fantastic actor. But we're sort of just wondering, like, playing devil's advocate, um, whether the James Bond character needs to just be kind of left alone and just, as in, no more white actors, no no black characters, just, just kind of cancelled. I know that's really, Ooh, that sounds quite drastic. And if you word. are... A James Bond fan, you're probably going to be like, absolutely not, he's mm. a cultural icon. But, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure James Bond was kind of like created in a time of male over 
cast well, misogyny character is based on white privilege that is yeah. exactly what male he, white privilege. male white privilege male straight white privilege he is middle class yeah male, straight literally all of the the thing the world is designed for you know but um i think that is exactly what his character is based on and like he can just waltz around like picking up all these women and i think like if you think practically as well yeah james bond traveling the world like going around Europe on all these missions and doors are open for him, like that just would not happen if it were a black actor. He would True. be like marked out. And then, you know, when if James Bond were to disguise himself as like, I don't know, an aristocrat or a, a diplomat or I don't know, a lawyer or something. Like yeah. it's in one of the countries he travels to, at one point he might have to like disguise himself as a servant or yeah, something. And I that's just not... So, like, and having, it's, like, marked having out. Having James Bond in the character that he was created in, which is obviously created in a time that we don't look upon fondly now. It's, like, mm. a misogynistic, racist era that he was created. If we bring him in to that role and don't change the role, keeping him as James Bond, but he's yeah. a black actor, we might also be ignoring points when black people would experience racism and then that's kind of pretending that racism doesn't happen. Exactly, exactly. I think it doesn't... That's just not the character that he is. He's a spy. He's someone in disguise who, like, picks up all these women and can travel to every country in the world because his free passport is the equivalent of his... Well, what did we say? Stripe, straight, straight, white, white male, male privilege. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, I think if you were a black actor... And also, at that point, you assume that he has experienced some discrimination in right. his life and then would, you expect, be more progressive and more understanding of the minorities yeah maybe and just maybe and then hopefully less sexist as well just throwing that out there i just wonder like is he just an irrelevant character in today's society like if mm. james bond suddenly became progressive and like a champion of women's rights <laughs> he wouldn't be james <laughs> bond that's, that's not yeah james bond. exactly so do we just finish james bond and just it was great while it lasted let's end that he was written in a time and created yeah. when you know the world wasn't as progressive as it is now we've still got a long mm. way to go but you know mm. like back then and let's create new characters let's create a mm, yeah. black lead role character yeah the people want it the people, people want have it. literally i don't know how many and i feel like it's been years since people have been started saying like oh idris elba he'd be great and they've been saying it for years yeah, yeah this has been such a long time coming and the people want diversity like you know, films like Black Panther yeah, are performing. They're definitely. doing so well. That's because so it's what the people want. Black Panther got uh, $1.3 billion in revenue mm. in the box office, which is just astounding. And Crazy Rich Asians as well also kind of like championing diversity mm. um, with the Asian population. And a lot of the response have been like... Chrissy Teigen, she um, wrote an Instagram caption when Crazy Rich Asians came out. Mm. And she said, um, it's so great to finally see like a representation of me on screen, yeah, on the big media. Exactly, I'm not having exactly. to draw websites where I can go to the cinema with my daughter and we can see a representation of us. And so like the audiences are calling for these diverse productions to be made with yeah. diverse characters who aren't just kind of like side roles or written into exactly or like written characters. into like like shoehorned in to fit i think that's the point it's not it we don't can't. want we don't want idris to be ticking a box of diversity to be james exactly Bond. exactly he obviously he's a fantastic actor but why can't he be, have a character created for him or yeah. for another black leading actor mm. um but yeah like with black panther that obviously was fantastic because a lot of the production team the cast oh, yeah, etc yeah. they were all well not all but like majority were black cast mm. and I think that yeah. just preaches what 
the audience want to hear and that is diversity in its true form not kind of just doing it for the sake of it yeah um, which is kind of what we what is feared if we try and shoehorn like you said exactly black actors into what was originally written in a white role yeah so i think the answer to the question of like can you um include race without racism i think it is you can you can put in like black actors and people of colour, we should just say this isn't just for black actors, it's also like Asian, Latino, like everything. But um any non white. Non white exactly. Um like I think they can definitely be in media, like in film and T V, but um without, you know, a a story about their racial discrimination like dominating their narrative. It just Mm -hmm. has to be that like that doesn't alter the whole plot line. Like, oh, yeah, so Handmaid's Tale, I don't know if any of you have watched the series. series. Oh, so or good. read the book. Both so good. would advise to do both. Both, both. Read the book good. first, though. Yeah. Book's always better. Yeah, 100%. But um, basically, that's about, if you don't know, like a religious fundamentalist group kind of take power and then, like, control female reproductive rights, essentially. Um, but in the show, they have, like black actors um playing roles who in the book like they're not described as black and they're just like put in with no um there's no story about race there's no story about racial discrimination yeah um and i think the show has come under some fire for this because basically like if this religious fundamentalist group which is obviously so sexist and is controlling women's rights they would also have a problem with people of color and in the book they are actually said that people of color are like on kind the, of even below women. Yeah, don't they yeah. live on the outskirts? Yeah, they they, they're the literally colonies. sent off to the colonies. Yeah. They're not even allowed to live because in this of society. Their race. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's like, I understand why the show did it because they wanted to focus on like this feminism and like yeah. So that they wanted to keep the fertility rates to be the focus and everything, but at the same time, that means they've totally ignored the race issue, and in that way, it's kind of like unrealistic what's better again now I'm back around to another we answered the interest question and now I'm stuck again with Hamish well see in this one it kind of in some ways it it, it, yeah but it does affect plot in a way because they are a religious a crazy religious fundamentalist group and it's like well they would discriminate whereas if um, I don't know a TV show about I don't know like the white house or something i don't know like a, a political tv show and yeah. it has loads of like black lawyers and like like the senate is made up of more black people than there actually are in the senate for example that's not accurate but that shows you that you can achieve that right and i don't think it's i don't think it's at the believability isn't there i think you believe that they could be there yeah and they will only be there if it's like a if people see that they're there and then people, young people aspire to that. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, if it's believable, if it doesn't twist an already white narrative. So what do you think with James Bond mm. and Handmaid's Tale? Although I just want to cancel mm. James Bond altogether. <laughs> and create a good, like, black character. But yeah. I don't know how I feel about Handmaid's Tale. I just didn't even notice the different casting. Mm. Maybe I didn't read into the race side of it well, in the book. Yeah, maybe it should have the explanation as well. I mean, they just haven't... I, it's not like... I mean, I'm of the opinion. I love the show, but I do so think good. they string it out. I mean, oh, Jesus no, Christ. Stop. We're, we're oh, yeah, we definitely disagree. I... But ten episodes for the book and then ten... No, so long. The second series is honestly better than the first. I know that's basically saying that 
the scriptwriters are better than Margaret Atwood. But oh, the second she series still is incredible. In incredible. Yeah. But I, I do think it's quite long. And I just think it's like neglecting, I don't know, intersectional feminism. If that if their big thing is feminism, why can't they focus on the fact that it's worse for black women? I don't know. But then, There's but then definitely they would have had to, room I guess for them they could to explore have, that. They could have changed... Um, from the beginning, they would have changed the book and moved away from the book and then they could have done, like black women's experience in the colonies mm. as sort of like a sideline and that I'm surprised they didn't really delve actually. into that actually because that wouldn't this. be changing the book I guess maybe that would just be adding an additional it is, viewpoint it is detailed in like if it's mentioned in the book yeah it would just be giving voice to it in the series okay so summary of your beliefs re this quite complex oh it is quite complex yeah the question of can you have race without racism I think yes I think you can okay but I don't think you should like shoehorn it in yeah to fit a diversity quota if it's changing the meaning of the story then no okay i.e james bond and potentially hammer's tale in my view interesting and then you think well then we both think that there should be new shows created oh yeah to champion these diverse actors oh yeah yeah black panther is did so well why can't people just wake up and realize that that was so successful i haven't seen black panther we're gonna watch it tonight morgana's already seen yeah i am came up in my lecture today what did they say in the lecture it was to do oh yeah so my seminars on alternate histories and apparently um black panther is technically an alternate history because it's about like the yeah well you'll see for a country in africa get this amazing technology and then they can like advance cool i'm excited so yes let's create new roles and new films and new narratives for black and other non-white actors and let's let's just cancel james bond because he's just (laughs) wrong he's just misogynistic (laughs) and his martinis what yeah like no aston martin yeah exactly i mean cancel exactly and i'm just this just going back to the point but like can you imagine him driving along in his aston martin and getting stopped and searched like a black actor would like true this i saw this statistic the other day it's like black people are nine times as likely to get stopped true by, by the police yeah, exactly yeah so can bond. you picture he's james bond doing that he driving around his aston but if it just yeah. does get kind of you know announced. i mean we look i mean we, we would watch, watch it. it we would watch it i've not watched any of the james bond maybe films. should we watch it online not give money to it <laughs> but then we're depriving a, a black actor of oh yeah revenue. this is the whole or oh, that's yeah. a whole other kettle oh, of fish isn't it oh no but yeah that was a very good discussion though i enjoyed that yeah please feedback um if you're listening, our five listeners that we sent the link to. All five of you. We shout appreciate out, we everything. love you. Hope you enjoyed this little chit chat. <laughs> so now on to everybody's favourite segment. What have you been consuming this week? Morgana? I love this segment. Do you want to start with food? Ooh. Favourite meal? Favourite meal of the week. Okay. Yes. I've already got mine. Oh, do you? You've really prepared. I'll just have to go with instinct. So this week, oh, I did have a lovely pizza. I don't know <laughs> if that's boring to say, but basically um, the Sainsbury's Whole Creation Pizzas. Oh, another shout out. Sainsbury's could sponsor us. Just, <laughs> just, just throwing that idea out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was so good. Although I found that every time I get shop-bought pizzas now, I load on so many of my own toppings that I'm not sure I can You're actually nothing, taste yeah. the pizza anymore. But what I tasted was very very good basically just your veg i mean it was too small i should have got two but at the same time it was very nice okay mine was actually just gonna do a little shout out to morgana as a cook here oh we cook for each other like every other day i will be cooking fajitas this evening sunday sunday 
Morgana cooked me a lentil chickpea dal, which no, it wasn't oh, a was dal. It was, curry. it was a chickpea curry, which is mm. my favourite with loads of mango chutney and mm. rice and nani. I know. I love. I love that curry. I know. I know you do. Soon. Yeah. And this is the first time. Usually, well, I make a whole wok full, and usually I like have say leftovers, leftovers. But um, we ate. No. <laughs> it's it's a quite a big wok. But, but yeah. So tell us oh. what else you've been consuming. What else? Um. Well. Um. Again, what can I say? Just such a good student. You know. Um. <laughs> have had time to consume things at my leisure, but um. Podcast wise, I've started slow burn. Yeah. Which is all about um the Monica Lewinsky. Am I saying her name right? Yeah, the Monica correct. Lewinsky scandal with Bill Clinton. And that's quite interesting because I know nothing about it Throwback at all. The 90s. Yeah, literally throwing it way back. Um yeah, no, I didn't realise like her friend betrayed her like I that. Know. Oh my god. Yeah, it is a bit scandalous. Yeah. I mean this came out a few months ago, so go and find it if yeah. you haven't already listened to it. I am enjoying I've just started that. Although I feel like you would get it better than me because it does talk a lot about American political systems. Oh, I got lost. I oh. literally got lost. I I only got to like episode four oh. or five. So I thought that was just me being like a bit. No, it naive, was quite dense. But... And if you're like listening on the train and then it yeah, drops out, there's like one big scandal of each episode, yeah. which is keeping me hooked. But I'll see how that goes. But I did watch a TED talk with Monica Lewinsky in it. Oh, in it afterwards. Um, Go on about online bullying and mm. kind of like bullying in the media towards women, and it was really interesting. I think she was so vilified for like whatever happened I mean essentially yeah. she was literally our age and exactly. a man in a high power and then position. they threatened to arrest her for like 26 years I know madness. and she was younger than 20 I don't remember what it was but she was literally like I could go to jail for longer than I've already lived oh my so, god yeah madness yeah, so listen to that what else go on? I've also David Tennant has just started a podcast god, so competitors everywhere I know god these people <laughs> oh David I, I bet he heard our first episode <laughs> he heard Pete he's tonight just and he started thought, god I gotta jump on that podcast I know but I've listened to the episode with Whoopi Goldberg, who we love, by the way. We oh. watched Sister Act. One and two. <laughs> one and two the other week. Oh, such brilliant films. Actually, one of my oh, favourite. Oh, happy days. When oh, Jesus washed. When Jesus washed. Washed my sins away. Oh, oh happy days. Day. Okay, yeah, we'll stick to podcasting, not singing. <laughs> Talk for yourself. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, I wasn't sure on it because he... I love David Tennant. I think it's got potential, okay. but basically it doesn't really have like a theme. I mean, we've just been rambling for 10 minutes. Our theme is our quality content. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, I don't know. He obviously gets the guest on and they kind of take the reins. And so I, yeah, I don't know. Whoopi was just kind of like, yeah, so I was at the theatre and then I just turned and Michael Jackson was in the audience. And I was just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, cool. I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. Pat and and I love fear. him, yeah, and I will pass fear because there's also an episode with Olivia Coleman and they must be pals after Broadchurch, so I reckon oh, that'll be banterous. I used to love Broadchurch. Exactly, iconic. I've only seen series one, but that kept me like gripped. Yeah, madness. Apparently, it gets it's still good after that. I think I we saw series continue. one and then we came back to uni. I'm pretty sure, and I never saw something some... like happened. We don't watch TV at uni, just no. online platforms. Obviously, all legal. All Netflix, yeah. totally legal. <laughs> Um, what else have I consuming? Yeah, that's pretty poor. Because I've been, you know, so studious, maybe I should mention one of the books I've read. Go on then. Tell us. Um, so studying obviously alternate histories, one I read last week was called Farthing by Joe Walton. It's so good. And it was basically an alternate history where the Nazis won. But it was like a detective fiction and like they killed this guy and then they were all framing the Jew. Um, but basically 
and it's living it's in England but though you have to still discriminate against Jews in order to appease the Nazis and oh my god so good would recommend Farthing when was it written? It's quite recent. I don't know. It's like post two thousand. I don't remember. Oh really? Two thousand and two or something. Man in the High Castle was old. Yeah, that's isn't old. It? That was like yeah. back in the day. I way prefer this to Man in the High Castle. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Elle? What have you been well, consuming? This obviously, week? clearly not been working as hard as Morgana with university <laughs> because I've consumed quite a bloody lot. Uh, let's start with well, we both watched Itonia. <gasps> yes, we did. This is an old recommendation, but it's on Amazon Prime now, and it is a fantastic film. I've seen it twice and i still love it it's so good it's so experimental and different yeah i really and the cgi it. now i know we listen to awards chatter with margot robbie mm. um and she talks about how like nobody can still nobody can do the triple triple axel triple axel so they had to cgi and watching it knowing it's cgi i'm still like it looks like margot robbie's doing it yeah <laughs> you're not fooling me <laughs> but it looks like margot robbie's doing I it i know but it is um i tonya just in case no one has heard of it it's about the skater Tonya Harding who was a bit of an interesting character she was controversial she's controversial I still don't know how I feel I feel sorry for her but Mm. also she wasn't she's just like a normal person I think that's what I like about it she Mm. is a normal person she has Mm. flaws and she has very redeeming qualities and so yeah it was just really kind of like a raw depiction of how her life just absolutely just crashed down yeah when her husband that was estranged he Mm. went and like bashed in her competitor's legs yeah and then she abusive husband yeah very abusive and she was in an abusive relationship with her mother with her husband she was you know anyway go and watch i tonya that is actually a really good film (laughs) next on high low is back very exciting it's been gone for like six weeks or something ridiculous and they've been back with a bumper episode for books there was Mm. one book um that i'm really looking forward to reading can't remember oh ordinary people not the same as sally really normal people Oh, so who's ordinary people? Can't by? remember the name. You have to go look in the high low notes. Sorry, that's are you going to tell us anything no, about I said book? No, I just she said it was really. Oh, good. I just want to read this book. It's called <laughs> Ordinary People. And then they said to pre-order it, so I might do that. Um, also, love stories came back. That was last week. Stanley Tucci, we mentioned that, but Jessie Cave. I actually, I'm going to admit, didn't know who she was. No, well, I did when they said it's she plays Lavender Brown in Harry Potter. Well, I, I don't remember that character. Oh my god, she's like one one. Is that all she says? Yeah, basically, she just gets with Ron all the time, and Hermione gets really jealous. And that's her character. Do you know what's really interesting? <laughs> I read today in that article about the Guardian that was meant to be a black character, and it was a black character Lavender until Brown. she was meant to be a love interest in the first two films, I think. Mm. She was a black Well, actor, see, this is something... And I they be... changed her because she was a love interest, so she, they deemed her having to be white. That's ridiculous. Well, you know the whole thing, like, Hermione is, like, is Hermione black, is she not? Because basically right. in the book she's described to have really bushy hair, mm-hmm. and J.K. Rowling doesn't really mention race at all. I mean, you can accuse her of that, but it also means you could slot in anyone. See, this is something yeah. where I feel like you could be diverse with race. Mm. Um, but basically in Harry Potter, The Cursed Child, the theatre show that's running now, Hermione is black. So cool. it is interesting. Yeah. See, that's something it's like, yeah, go for it. And that doesn't change the plot at no, all. No, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't seem unnatural and it's not unrealistic because wizards can't yeah, be black. Yeah, and the black. whole mudblood, they would still discriminate against Exactly, her. exactly. That makes sense. I know. Yeah, anyway, sorry, yes. this is... Anyway, didn't know who Jessie Cave was... And she's actually had a really interesting life. So go and listen to that one. She was with she, this guy, Alfie. I found her a bit wacky. But interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, very she's interesting. She's had a bit of a crazy nice. life. Um, shacking up with this guy, Alfie, having a child after a one-night stand. Then they got together. Then they broke up. He was shagging everyone in London. But they're together now. And 
it was just really interesting. It is interesting, yeah. And then I also have just started, literally before Morgana came in to do the podcast, <laughs> Good Girls on Netflix, which came out in 2018. I saw a meme of this about an hour ago. <laughs> this is why you've watched it. You've been inspired by me. And I went onto the comments <laughs> and someone was like, where's this from? And they said, it's Good Girls. So I went straight on to Netflix and found it. And I'm like 40 minutes in. It's about three women who are all struggling for money in America and they rob a bank basically um but it's, it's entertaining already like the first four minutes i was laughing at is this a netflix scene. original i don't know let me it's you know what it's still up on my computer is mm. it a netflix original i've just lost it don't know well everybody go and look um and finally because i've been consuming a lot oh um, you're so good at this so good at avoiding work <laughs> uh is on amazon prime it's called generation wealth came out in 2018 um and it's actually the craziest thing and the most depressing and highlighting thing I've ever seen. Ooh, yeah, you need to those are it. bold claims. Okay. I know, bold what, claims. What, talk me through. So, I'm going to try and do this really well. It's basically a woman, can't remember her name, I think she's called Lauren. Right. Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> might be wrong. Her, her name's really <laughs> So she is basically like a social anthropologist who goes around and does... Um, videos and photos of different cultures different people mm. um and when she was in high school in the 90s she did like kind of like documentary footage of people at her school and was asking like where are you going to be in x amount of time she went to a posh school she ended up taking photos of like kim k when she was 12 Ooh. yeah like crazy like just in their natural sort of habitat yeah. um and she's also been all over the world and kind of videoed hedge fund investors um strippers rappers just anyone who is involved with accumulating large amounts of wealth or um decadence in their life so she interviews them in the 90s i think she interviews them in another point in time and then present day again yeah so there's sort of like over a span of 25 years these stories of these people's lives associated with different kinds of wealth so she says you know wealth isn't just money although that does feature a lot it's also kind of like sex appeal beauty um like everything wealth is just wanting more and more and it's kind of a reflection on the idea that we as people now just want to accumulate more and more we're never satisfied and how that's going to be essentially the death of all of us so there are a couple of people to note in there um there was a woman it was really sad actually she basically went and got kind of a lot of plastic surgery in brazil mm. um recreated herself and her daughter i don't know if they're linked but i mean the film and her interviews in it made it seem like they were linked her daughter was obviously very depressed and she started self like mutilating and she um yeah like really harmed herself and then ended up committing suicide and the mother was basically saying like i feel like this is my responsibility i i kind of made her feel like she wasn't beautiful and I contributed to that and she's just like this is the worst thing that's ever happened like obviously so that's really harrowing about how like beauty and reflects on the kind of the parental role and the role that you have as a parent in kind of like broadcasting ideas about beauty and reinforcing either your own ones or society's ideas on your children and how that will affect them so that was in there there's also a hedge fund investor i think he was a german guy extremely rich and in the first video he's kind of like holding a cigar in a gorgeous like palace of versailles like setting and he's bougie yeah he's really bougie he's talking about how much how great money is and how he just can't have enough and then he is he's basically like arrested and detained and charged of like stealing and defrauding 200 million 
million dollars or something ridiculous like that and then at the end it's just him sitting on a deck chair by an old pool and he's in Germany and he is like anyone who says that money solves all your problems has never had money and I was just like god this is so deep and he doesn't talk to his children anymore um there's also a a ex-porn star who talks about her extravagant life throughout so you see you know images of her in 2001 and then in 2012 time and then 2017 time and her like progression through the porn industry when she was earning a lot of money um she tried to commit suicide and videoed it then she got pregnant she said it was her 11th time being pregnant she was actually gonna like see this baby through um and then she lost the baby and it was basically her at the end at her parents house like I'm 30 and I need to start over my life again like I can't keep living this lifestyle that's just trying to accumulate more and more I wasn't happy so I mean this is a really hideous note to end on but that was just (laughs) it was nice because it does sound interesting it was really interesting and it was just crazy like seeing all the different things that people are addicted to sex money work what makes the world go round? What makes it well, yeah, but none of them are happy. Let's just re-mention that. So be grateful <laughs> for the little things that you have, like real friends, great family. Fajitas. And fajitas tonight. Which um, ties in to the dinner that I'm very looking forward to. I did rumble while you were speaking, oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm very hungry. Goodbye, and thank you for listening to yeah. Fajitas Tonight. Fajitas Tonight, Fajitas Tonight. Fajitas, 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 Fajitas Tonight. Oh my God, that actually does sound like it's I, from I, Sister Well, I was going to Sister Act, yeah. I love that. Right, okay, bye.